This practice talk is a call to action. A PSA, if you will, for us to up our game in the skillful speech department. Because I'd really like for us as a human collective to be better at it. I'll say here too that we can all be better at it. Myself super included. There's always more room for growth and skill development when it comes to skillful speech. This talk will be quite different than other ones I've given in the past. Uh, usually in my blog posts and audio talks, I like to kind of zero in on a particular subject or topic, and I try to keep things relatively short and concise so that it's palatable and practical. But this will be more of a brainstorming share involving a lot of different parts and pieces that I'll only be touching on and not going super deep into. I also place a great deal of importance in delivering what I have to say as suggestions and possibilities for practice and not as any sort of authoritative here's what you need to do sort of situation. But this talk will be more of a directive. So I'm entering new waters starting now. Stop telling people to let it go. Or worse, just let it go. Whatever the it is. For the person being told to let it go, it's really not helpful. Telling someone to let something go is dismissive and disrespectful of the experience they're having. It's just a bad thing to say to someone. If you're an extrovert, stop trying to force introverts to be more like you. While I consider myself an ambivert, I lean much more often towards the introverted side of the spectrum. So on behalf of introverts near and far, to all of you lovely extroverts out there, there's nothing wrong with us and we are not in need of fixing. You guys do you and allow us to be us. Stop pressuring people to do stuff they don't want to do. Invite, encourage, suggest, but pay really close attention to when you start entering the territory of putting pressure on people. Check in with your motivation before you use this common phrase. You got this. This is one of those things that sounds good, but might land sour. I'm not necessarily saying don't say it. I'm saying be aware of the context in which you're using it and why you're saying it.
Do not tell someone, under any circumstances, the following. If I can do it, you can do it. This statement points directly to a profound lack of understanding that we are all unique individuals with our own variety of causes and conditions, upbringing, influences, and experiences. This declaration also tends to have the impact of causing people to feel undermined and belittled, which is essentially what you're doing when you tell someone this, even if that's not your intention. And while we're on the subject, do whatever you need to do in order to genuinely understand the difference between intention and impact. Read a book about it. Listen to a podcast about it. Write about it. Spend time reflecting about it. Like, whatever you need to do, do that. It's really important to know the difference. We can create a lot of damage for other people when we think our good intentions are enough to absolve us of the impact of causing others to feel criticized or hurt or harshly judged or spoken down to. Most of us have a really strong tendency to verbally dismiss how others feel because of our own discomfort. We don't know how to listen, and we're not able to allow people to feel what they're feeling. Instead of tending to our own discomfort of not knowing what to say, we often will say something trite and campy, and not only useless, but actively hurtful. And there are a lot of different ways this shows up. For example... I attended a a drag show a couple of months ago, and I overheard uh, a brief exchange between two people, one one of whom was a good friend of mine, who was also one of the producers of the show. And someone asked her how she was feeling about the show, which was moments from starting. And my friend responded that she was feeling really nervous. And the other person replied, what? You've got nothing to be nervous about. This sort of response is so super common. I I can't tell you how many times I've been told things like this and how many times I've heard other people being told things like this. At the risk of sounding too whatever, stop dismissing how other people feel when they tell you what's really going on for them. Listen to them. Allow their feelings to be as they are. If you need something to verbally say, maybe say something like, that makes sense. Be fully present with them. Our full presence is the greatest gift we have to offer. And if you can't be present, like if you can't listen deeply and hold space for someone to tell you how they really feel, don't ask them how they're doing. An important aspect of being better at skillful speech involves paying close attention to our facial expressions and our body language when we're talking with others in real life. For many of us, this is an especially fertile area 
to continually work to develop skill in. A lot gets relayed in conversation that goes unspoken. Pay close attention to how your face reacts and how your body is positioned when you're talking with people. Don't overreact or overdramatize when someone tells you something that you didn't see coming. Examples include, oh my god, really? That is terrible. Or, oh you poor thing. Pouring gas on what is already a fire in progress is not helpful for the person going through a hardship. Another more sort of basic example is, what? You haven't seen that movie? What, were you born under a rock? And since it relates, tone of voice matters. Like a lot. It's not just what we say, but how we say it. And I can't emphasize this one enough. This is an area that I personally have come a long way with and have way more work to do in. I'm even inclined to say that tone of voice matters way more than the words we actually say. It's that important. Don't tell people you know exactly how they feel. There's a difference between relating to someone's feelings or experience by sharing your own and being sure you know exactly how they feel. Adjust your words and soften your approach. Never be too sure that you think you know where someone is at in their head and heart space. Notice when you're interrupting others, when they speak or talking over people or at people. There are a lot of times when we're listening to someone, but not really. Refrain from giving people unsolicited advice. Honestly, I I continue to be rather amazed by how common this is. Stop telling other people what to do. And if someone does ask you for advice, check in with yourself before you say anything. Be mindful about your approach, your posture, your facial expressions, your motivation. Apply thoughtfulness and care. And take your time. Maybe even give yourself space to think about it and get back to them. And then make sure you do get back to them. Never start a sentence to someone by saying, all you need to do is, or here's what you do, or just whatever it is. If you have something to offer someone based on something they shared with you, try making some minor adjustments to your approach. Instead of saying, here's what you should do, 
you can say, maybe you can try ABC. Or I've had good experience with XYZ. Sharing your own experience with someone or making possible suggestions is very different than telling someone what they should do. Stop comparing what other people are going through with what you're going through or have gone through in the past. An example, which is a little bit more uncommon, but I have heard it a number of times. An example is, you think that's bad? Wait till you hear what happened to me. Trying to figure out which one of you has it harder or tougher is a terrible game to play. And no one wins at that game. Allow space and silence to exist and be okay in conversations, even if it's awkward. And it will probably be awkward. We don't have to respond with words all of the time. We can learn how to hold space, how to listen deeply, how to be present with ourself and with someone else. Silence is okay. Learn how to befriend pauses in conversation. Read the room. Whether you are in a one-on-one conversation with someone or in a group or social setting, learn how to tune into the people around you. If you're the only one speaking or have been for like a really long time, take a back seat for a bit. You can even try to bring others into the conversation by asking questions and being genuinely interested in what others have to say. Stop holding people hostage. Pay attention to how often you are criticizing, condemning, blaming, negatively judging, and or complaining about someone, something, or a particular world issue or event. I'm not saying don't express your views with the people you're close with. I'm not even saying, like, don't judge or complain about things, because personally I think that's rather impossible. I'm saying don't express them with anyone and everyone you cross paths with. And also monitor closely how much of the time of what you have to say is negative. Okay, here's the last one. And this one is a really big irritation of mine. Do not laugh when someone is sharing about something that is not funny. Listen to the words being spoken. Do not follow laughter whether it's the person speaking or other people around, if the words being shared are not funny. Tend to your own discomfort on your own time. Pay attention to the words being shared. And the chances are really good that if you're actually paying attention, like if you're actually listening, you'll know when to laugh and when not to. There's a lot more I could say here, and there's a lot more I could expand on all, on all of these points, but that was already a lot of things. Hopefully this can be a springboard for us in our own daily practice, a prompt to encourage us to delve more actively into this realm of things. Words matter. They really do. 
we are in continual motion and relationship with other humans in a myriad of ways. Skillful speech is an incredibly vast, rich, and active field to spend consistent and quality time in. For the benefit of us all, I urge each and every one of us to work at being better at it.